are Haas Talks Health. Thanks for joining us as we share our personal journey to health by researching and interviewing our way through wellness-related topics. I'm your host, Alyssa Haas. This is episode two. We're going to be talking about wellness intentions, our New Year's resolutions, and five tips to set health-related resolutions that will stick from our own experience. All right, Trent, what are your wellness intentions? What are your New Year's resolutions? Well, um, I don't know if I want to call them New Year's resolutions because that's <laughs> a New Year's resolution is a, a goal that somebody sets in the beginning of the year and then they kind of just drop in within a couple months. Not me. I'h not you, but you're not. You're you're the race car type of person, so <laughs> it's different. But most people, me included, was just like oh, New, Year's, New Year's resolution, and then like a couple months later, it's like yeah, forget that. Yeah. So most like, my new it. goals um, for this year, my new focuses, I guess, are my health. So not not that's pretty broad. Specifically, um, getting back into exercising regularly. I mean, growing up, I did that. I did sports all growing up, and I was always pretty physically active. But uh, getting married and having kids, it's like you kind of get busy and trying having, to blame us? having a business <laughs> just a little bit. Um, but also, I want to focus on so so that's the physical aspect, very important. But I also want to athletic physical aspect of it. I also want to focus on just my overall health, healthy eating. Like, I mean, I eat fairly healthy as is, but not always. But also I want to focus on doing the stuff at like, you know, reconnect. So reconnect is a local place here in in Mesa and they have compression therapy. um, They do ice baths, red light therapy, and they have infrared saunas. And just the whole aspect of um, that part of your health is really intriguing to me so I want to learn more about it and focus on especially the cold bath that I feel like that's a really important really beneficial thing Uh, focus on doing that regularly whatever regular means but fairly regular you know fairly Mm -hmm. often at least once a week hopefully that's kind of what I'm focusing on this year awesome I love New Year's resolutions (laughs) I love setting goals everybody loves New Year's resolutions and we love keeping them I love keeping resolutions. I love setting goals. I love making plans. I love really, really pushing myself. I just enjoy it. My New Year's resolution, I have several. Let me just share a few of them. One of our New Year's resolutions, (laughs) I make make goals for Trent too, and then he has to (laughs) follow up on it. I'm sure he loves it, is to fit back in our wedding clothes for our fifth anniversary, which will be this March. Very exciting. So Five years. I'm excited about that. And by the way, I can already squeeze into my wedding clothes. I'll... So can I. I didn't <laughs> want to tell you that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to fit. I might strain the buttons a little bit, but... Honestly, I'm kind of afraid mine are going to be too big. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't have that problem. <laughs> Something's too big, but it's not my wedding clothes. <laughs> Where were we? I I shared one of our New Year's resolutions as a couple, and now I have my New Year's resolution for myself, which is this podcast, actually. So I feel like it's it's a really great way to keep myself accountable to continue to do this podcast once a week. And as always, I love to drag Trent along for the ride. Love it. If it wasn't so, for Alyssa, I would be probably 300 pounds <laughs> and just slamming In-N-Out Burger every day, which... You know, there's nothing wrong with it now, but uh, proud of it. And I would be happy as can be. <laughs> if 
but now you're not happy. <laughs> Except that I wouldn't have Lissa. That obviously, I would be happy as can be slamming my in and outs. So it's like that country song where it's like I would be, you know, without you, and then he gets to the end oh, of the yeah. song, and he's like. I would be doing all this and you'd be like actually sad and alone. Yeah. It would be like that, right? Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Since I am the gold lover here, I thought I would share five tips on how to set health-related resolutions. So this is all from our own, mostly my own experience. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of the lead weight of the couple. No, you're not. He's the free spirit of the couple. You're the free spirit. I'm the planner. I'm the kite without a string. (laughs) I'm definitely the tail. Alyssa's the string. I'm the lead weight tail. But in the air. That was cute. I like that. (laughs) Aw. I'm going to make that the little ditty that we show on Instagram. (laughs) The little audio clip. Should we go five to one or one to five? Let's just go one to five. It'll be easier. Mm -hmm. So don't set goals you're not going to keep. That's my first tip. Okay, all of these goals, all all of these suggestions also, I didn't want to just give people the same. You know what? Every time someone says, I'm going to give you some tips on making goals, make sure they're measurable. That's the first thing they always say. And they always have like, it's like, no, make attainable goals. It's even the same words that they use. I'm going to tell you really how to keep your goals because I love, love, love following up on goals, keeping goals, coloring in my little charts and stuff. (laughs) Anyway, so don't set goals you're not going to keep. That's the very first thing. Not because they're physically impossible, but because even if they are physically possible, you haven't learned how to set and stick to a goal yet. That's why what I mean by don't set goals that are that you're not going to keep. So if you haven't, even if you can physically do something, if you are physically capable of keeping this goal that you set or keeping it, do you know, keeping a goal? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you're physically capable of doing it, if you don't know how to set and stick to your goals yet, you need to set something that's a little more attainable, something basically easier so that you can learn how to keep your goals. You can reward yourself. You don't feel this like overwhelming, uh, my goal. I feel like that's really important to have a mentality about goals that you are a person who can attain your goals. So give yourself an easier goal. Don't like be sissy and like, wait, I can't say sissy. because You can no. say sissy. This is our podcast. We do it. You know, want. you know, PC. Can't be sissy or brothy or neutrally. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> yeah, so that's really inoffensive. All right. Um, I mean, don't don't go too easy on yourself. You know what you can do and what you can't do. But give yourself some time to realize that you can follow through on something. Maybe if it's as simple as brushing your teeth every night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you don't brush your teeth every night. Just measure something, set a goal, keep it. Tell yourself you are the type of person who can keep goals. Goals are goals, not wishes. You don't just set a wish. I want to lose 40 pounds. That's not a goal. That's a wish. You just want that thing. And you don't even plan on following through most of the time. And it's always about weight. Why does it always have to be about weight? Why can't it be about being overweight. healthy? I know that's true. And that's a pretty uh, visual part of health. 
that everybody has issues with. Honestly, I wish that I had so few issues health-wise that I could just care about weight more than actually feeling good. Good for everyone who has that opportunity and realize that it's a gift. That's me. So second one is find someone who will hold you to your word. Nowadays, not everyone will, you know, sometimes they'll say like, find a friend or a family member had to be your accountability partner. I'm different than those other people who are telling you to set goals because I'm telling you that it's more important that this person will follow through with you than the fact that they're your friend or family member. And I think honestly, this is how they do it in AA, isn't it? Sponsors are not typically really close friends or family. They're more somebody who's been through something that like similar to what you're going through or maybe their close family member or spouse or something has. Mm -hmm. In my experience with our family members who have been in AA and done this, their sponsors have always been somebody outside of the family. Somebody who's willing to hold their feet to the fire without feeling bad. Right. Cause family members kind of are more emotionally involved. So if someone's going to be really emotionally involved, like you don't want to tell your husband to be your accountability partner if you want to lose 20 pounds, because then when you don't, he's going to be like, well, you should have done that. And then you're going to be offended. And be like, <laughs> or he's going to be like, you're supposed to love me anyway. And he's going to be like, what the crap? I'm your accountability like, oh, partner. It's okay. Let's have cookie dough. Yeah. Watch a movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's Let me me. get you some cookie dough. Let me make some cookie dough. Help you feel better. better. <laughs> Trent always wants cookie dough, and he's always trying to make me feel better by getting cookie dough, which really is just... One time I bought a pack of... It was a a nine-pack of cookie dough packages of Simple Mills. They do (laughs) gluten-free, dairy-free, and then they they just do refined sugar-free. I think they do, like, coconut sugar in their their mixes, but I bought a pack of nine (laughs) on Amazon, and we smoked those things in nine days. We had one a day. One every day, nine days straight, and they were gone, and I was like, I'm ready for round two. I was like, I'm done with this. I can't. My body is feeling this. Yeah, I posted about that on Instagram, remember? (laughs) (laughs) And then everyone was like, because you got the specific sale for buying a certain amount of something or spending a certain amount of money. Everyone commented and told you they were like, um, you know, you can spend the money on other things. It doesn't have to be oh, all the, the money on this to get the overnight shipping. Yeah, the, the next day or That's same why day you shipping. bought nine. You were going to buy like no. one or two. But yeah. you said, oh, if I buy $45 worth or 50 or whatever it was. I think it's like above 35 or Yeah, something. then I'll get overnight shipping. And so, so you bought of nine all of and them. And a couple other things. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So, yes, find someone who will hold you to your word, not necessarily somebody who is a close family member or friend. Somebody who will hold you to your word. Maybe even you don't know them really well, but they're really passionate about this. I can think of a couple people right now that I know that are acquaintances who have similar lifestyle goals as us, but I don't know them super well. They would be actually, in my opinion, be great people to tell about your goals And even if it's in an informal way to kind of update them on them, because that will be a lot more motivating than somebody who you know is not going to judge you if you don't (laughs) follow through. (laughs) I mean, I don't think these people would would judge me in this example, but I definitely think for myself, my own pride, it would push me a little bit harder. Number three is the more frictionless it is, the more likely it is to happen. I believe it's in... I should have looked this up before, but I think it's the power of habit. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's the power of habit that talks about that. It's a book called the power of habit. And in this book, it talks about friction and it talks about habits that people have and having friction in your life makes you more likely to avoid certain things. So as a business owner, I know that friction impedes sales. So having anything that makes it easier for people to buy stuff is going to make more people buy those things. The more links that I put, even if I have a link in my bio to our web store, if I put one in a story, that is less friction. They have to go through that many less steps to get to our web store. They're more likely to buy. So how that applies to your goals is that when you create goals, you need to focus on making the least amount of friction possible. So when Crent, when Crent, <laughs> so when Trent comes to when me, Crent goes to the Crentist, <laughs> that's from the office. What? Dwight goes and talks to Michael's boss uh, against him, and uh, Michael's like, "Where you been?" Dwight's like, "Oh, been at the dentist." Michael's like, "Oh, what's his name?" And Dwight's like, "Crentist." Your dentist's name is Crentist? And my, uh, Dwight's like, maybe that's why he became a dentist. <laughs> okay. Crentist the dentist. I thought you were going to talk about how the boss. Michael? That has his New Year's resolution to floss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like the kind of New Year's resolution that I would do. He's like, my, my New Year's resolution, was obviously paraphrasing here, but my New Year's resolution was to floss. I did it. You know, January 1st, I floss, there's blood everywhere, boom, New Year's resolution is complete. And that's like me. <laughs> well, that kind of fits into our number one, to not set goals that you're not going to keep and to try to start off setting goals that you can keep. He could be really proud of himself for that. <laughs> Absolutely. And that could be the whole catalyst for him trying to do something a little bit more difficult and practicing keeping goals. So in The Power of Habit, it talks about when you're, when you're in the habit of doing something there's a lot less friction there. So that's kind of goes along with that same idea in our first concept that when you're getting in the habit of fulfilling goals or accomplishing your goals, then it's going to be less friction overall in that aspect. But also frictionless can mean other things in your goals. It could mean your gym is closer to your house. If your gym is closer to your house, you're more likely to go to it than if it's 15 minute drive if you're see but then here we see other things people will probably say like oh well then why if i buy people buy for christmas all of this equipment this exercise equipment mm -hmm. and they have it in their house and then they never use it what who would do that and you're like oh well, i thought mm -hmm. you know you think you're getting rid of that friction you're buying this bike or this uh what, what it was called that? weights oh i forgot about that Oops. um see just hanging baby clothes or a weight set or whatever it may be and you're bringing it into your home that creates less friction yeah good job but every habit the development of every habit is always going to create friction mm -hmm. so you have to exert that effort at some point you just have to you have to create friction artificially so that the friction of doing the actual exercise or whatever you're doing is less effort than the artificial friction that you're creating. And you can get really creative with it. I'm not going to tell you what 
specific things to do. And you can, that can be healthy or unhealthy too. Sometimes I'm a little too hard on my face. And even if it's the most simple things, I mean, a lot of times in your mind, like with, with me anyway, I see all these little tiny things that I have to do and it just seems like so much, but in reality it takes like a minute, you know, or a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. It's just having those things out of the way uh, makes it so much easier. And that actually, yeah, all this talk of friction and uh, goals reminds me of a book it's called the the compound effect did you ever read that mm-hmm. really really good um and, and this is kind of how how i set my goals you know i, I have a goal but i have the steps that it's going to take to be able to reach that goal and have it be a habit so i'll start out you know because I'll, I'll, I'll understand where i am now and that's obviously not where i want to be i'll see where i want to be see the steps i need to i need to take to get there and just do one step at a time. And once that becomes a lot more frictionless than when I start, you know, I'll move on to the next step and then the next step. And then eventually all those steps will lead to my habit that I want, my goal. Um, it's just using the compound effect. Basically what the whole idea of the book is, you know, you, you do these little things now and they end up being bigger things, you know, obviously with the compounding effect and money, you know, you put in a little bit of money now and it kind of just grows on itself. Um, right. that's how it is with your goals and what you do, your, your daily actions, just like compound interest. I mean, if you just develop these smaller habits now, if you want to add on to that, there's less friction later, but also if you don't, it's going to add up later anyway, Right. just like unhealthy things add up, like eating a hamburger every week versus once a month is going to have a different compound effect. You could have that same thing going on a walk once a week. Mm -hmm. Another way that you can reduce friction, and this is something that I find that I do a lot when I'm making goals for myself, is that I link it to a habit that I already have. I link this goal. I associate it with that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I was trying to think of something that people could relate to. If you have a show that you always watch, you're already in the habit of watching that. It's very frictionless. It's already a habit. You already watch that show. But if you then decide that you're always going to, I'm thinking making brownies, make brownies <laughs> while you're watching that show, Oh yeah. then that's now associated with that. You are going to eat brownies every week now. But if you instead say, I'm going to ride on my bike thingy, those little bike thingies that people have in their house while I'm watching this show. Then you have a set time every week that you're doing that. It doesn't seem like much, but if you hadn't linked it to this, you probably wouldn't be doing it at all. And then after that, the action of doing that is associated with this other thing that's already a habit. You build it up, you build it up, and now it's a little bit less friction for you to continue to do that maybe more often if you want to move up and and do it more often or just anything. You know, you could pull out your weights and do that while you're watching TV or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know, I feel like we're always talking about like weight and stuff, which is not really where the, my goals are set, which most, simple, I feel like maybe most people's are. Yeah. I feel like most people's goals are weight associated. And so like, I mean, that's about a that. huge exercise, part of trying to exercise, health. really trying to exercise. If there's something you really enjoy, something that you get a lot of enjoyment out of, that's good for you. Just do more of that. Like people don't, people don't do that. They feel like it has to be torture. (laughs) Okay. 
So that kind of leads into the next one. Number four, go for what you really want and what will really improve your life. Not what you think you should want or what someone else wants for you. So this could, this kind of seems really straightforward when I'm saying it, but it's not. So take time to look inside yourself and see what you really want in your life. Take everything that you said that you wanted at the beginning of this year. Maybe you said, for example, you wanted to lose 20 pounds and look at that and decide what that means for you. Why? Why do you want to lose 20 pounds? Do you want to lose 20 pounds because for the sole fact of being 20 pounds lighter? Because maybe you have a bunch of clothes that you would fit if you were 20 pounds lighter and you just need to be 20 pounds lighter. Maybe that's that's fine. But if you're really looking, oh, I'm so tired. I, I want to be with my kids more. And I'm just like so exhausted when I get home from work because I'm so unhealthy and I just feel crappy all the time. Then you're deciding that 20 pounds is going to lead to this solution. And maybe it will contribute to that. But oh, my my way of thinking is that your goal should be more directly related to what you actually want. And that's going to make you want to do it more. Losing 20 pounds is not going to drastically change your relationship with your children. But saying, I'm going to do fun things with my children every weekend in a physically exertive way, you know, we'll go to the park or whatever, or we'll go for a walk. That is probably more likely to happen because it's, first of all, hopefully for you, enjoyable in and of itself, but also it's getting at what you really want. So the very last thing that we wanted to talk about, mostly me, sorry, Trent, um, is to follow, follow up with yourself, follow up with others, and follow up with your higher power. I have a great way that I follow up. I'm here on this podcast that's the way that I'm decided I'm going to take it to the next level. I follow up on my Instagram. I have a lot of people who count on me to share with them tips and tricks about eating with allergies. And that really keeps me focused on not indulging in those things that I'm allergic to. And I have a group chat with my family, with my family members, all of us grew up on the same street together. We have a group chat. It's called healthy, healthy, healthy. A little shout out to healthy, healthy, healthy. We talk about anything. We share recipes. We take pictures of soup that we made and we send it. And then someone says, oh, that looks really good. I want that. Anything that we're really proud of that we've been doing, we share. It's just a little support group. And honestly, I think not just following up with just people really close to you, just that action partner that we talked about earlier, but as many people as you can as many people as you can. The more people that you talk to about your goals, the more that you are going to be held accountable for them. I think that's just human nature. When you tell a bunch of people about it, about your intentions, about your goals, you're going to hold yourself more accountable because you want to look like a trustworthy person, right? So use that to your advantage. Tell people so that you will. And then of course, following up with your higher power. For us, we are religious and we believe in following up with a higher power on things. And I think a lot of the times this might be a new concept, even among other Christians, but for us, it's a really important part of our spiritual life to not only communicate with God through prayer to ask for things, make requests, ask for forgiveness, 
and to thank him, but also to follow up. So if you are religious, I really encourage you to try this one out if you haven't and follow up with God, tell him how you're doing or whoever your higher power may be, follow up, you know, chat, chat about it, chat about how you're doing, see what maybe he can do to help you or what you're just struggling on that you just need to talk to somebody about. It's an amazing tool and I'm not going to leave that out because that's something that I do and it works. So sharing it. We just talked about our resolutions, our intentions for the year, and five tips to make health-related resolutions that will stick. Those were to not set goals you're not going to keep. Find someone who holds you holds you to your word. If you can hear Sage breathing, it's because she joined us. <laughs> um, and to remember that the less friction, the better. Number four was to go for what you really want. And number five, <laughs> to follow up with yourself, others, and the higher power. So I invite you to try all of those out. Let me know. You can always message me, DM me on Instagram, and let me know how you guys are doing. Uh, if you want to help yourself be more accountable, you can let me know what your what your intentions are, what your resolutions are for this year. And I can join that team to help you be accountable. Really excited to keep up the podcast. And I'm really glad that you are all here helping me fulfill my New Year's resolution and goals for this year and holding me accountable for my wellness intentions this year. JD, you just booped on camera or on on (laughs) On microphone. microphone. (laughs) I'm excited we're doing the podcast as well. This is fun. I look forward to it. Um, And I'm also grateful for Alyssa because she (laughs) will kick my my keister if uh, I don't keep my goals. She keeps me accountable and she's not she's not afraid to give me some H E double hockey sticks if I (laughs) (laughs) if I don't uh, follow through on things. But um, now I'm excited this is gonna be a good year. Last year it it was kinda sad when people I mean, I know a lot of people had a hard year, but I was just like and it was a hard year. There's a lot that went on and it was tough. But you know, personally personally and with our family, I feel like we had a great year because we weren't necessarily focused on finances first oh wow it's it's okay that's good we were focused on being close as a family and focused on the spiritual aspect of our life and it was great loved it and this year is going to be even better oh sorry did i squeeze your foot yeah it was a good year and i really like the podcast too for us like for our relationship it's been really fun to record it together sage loves it too if you can't even if sage joins in at the end because she woke up in the middle of the night 11 30 yep anyway time to be done yeah what are we gonna talk about next week so the next episode we're gonna talk a little bit about cbd and how we got into it uh, a little bit about it what it does for your body what it can do for you and i'm very excited because I'm very passionate about CBD. It's really interesting to me and I love learning about it and talking about it. Yes, Trent's going to be talking a lot more during that. We are Hoss Talks Health. This week's episode is in affiliation with Crude Skincare. I didn't really see the importance of taking care of my face until I was almost 30, which don't get me wrong, it's only this year. I'm not that old. 
When I started to get dry skin and small fine lines, I realized my skin wasn't always going to bounce back like I was used to. So I started my to do my research, as I always do, looking for a skincare routine I could use without having to feel like I was compromising my standards for naturally beneficial ingredients that supported my own body function rather than coming in and taking over. But also that was still actually going to work. Is that too much for a girl to ask? I kind of felt like it was for a while, and I almost gave up hope. Then I heard about Crude. I fell in love with the ingredients list on Crude products, and I'm excited to say that they want to offer you 20% off your next order, including recurring loyalty orders. So if you already have a recurring order with them, this code will still work. You can use the code Alyssa20. This is an affiliate link and we make a small percentage when you buy. So if you're interested in an amazing product that works without the side effects of chemicals and harsh soaps and abrasives and allows you to get a healthy youthful glow and you want to support our podcast, this is an awesome way to do that. Check them out at livecrude.com and be sure to use the code Alyssa20 for 20% off. That's A-L-Y-S-S-A 20 for 20% off your order at livecrude.com. Thanks for joining us this week. We're so happy to be here. And I just want to remind everyone to please subscribe on your favorite listening app. Make sure to give us a five-star review and tell us how much you loved our first episodes and that you can't wait to hear more. It might seem silly after only hearing one episode or two episodes in the podcasting world. It is so important. Having as many subscribers, comments, and five-star reviews as possible out of the gate makes a huge difference in our growth because the more action we get, the more our hosts and aggregators will promote it. So your five-star review could mean one or five or even 10 people will be suggested our podcast. So thank you in advance. Show notes are where you'll be able to find links to the things that we've mentioned like books or products and a short review of what we've discussed. If you're looking for a way to connect and reach out to us, please follow and interact with us on our Instagram at Haas Bees Honey, H-A-W-S Bees Honey.